Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. And we would like to give a Tasmania kudos to a woman in London who decided to fight back against people who kept breaking into her car. So we all know this is an issue here in the city. Doesn't really matter what neighborhood you live in. It seems like people will target vehicles, check the door, go in there, take the change, take whatever you have. If you forgot your phone, you forgot something valuable in there, they'll steal it and take it uh, for themselves. Well, a London woman says she recorded over four different people breaking into her pickup truck in a 36-hour period. Four, not the same person coming back for more. Yeah. Four different people breaking into her truck. Not even two days, 36 hours. And Jim, what neighborhood was this in? This is Woodfield, which I wasn't familiar with what that designates, but it's basically Adelaide to Richmond and then south from Oxford to Dundas. So downtown-ish. Yeah. And... (laughs) She's posted the video online. It's great because she completely burns one of the people while they're still in the vehicle. So there's a guy rooting around in the truck, and this lady is off camera. We can't see if she's hanging out a window or if she's on the front porch, but she yells at him, and the guy, the dirty thief's reaction is priceless. rooting around. Get out of my truck right now. Get out of my truck right now. Get out of my truck right now. (laughs) What a coward. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so perfect for that situation. (laughs) Get out of my truck right now. (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) Can you isolate that just just his little scream there, Jim? Uh, Okay, I got it again here. Okay. Get out of my truck right now. (laughs) I probably thought the truck was a transformer. (laughs) (laughs) Bumblebee! (laughs) What's his face look like when he makes that noise? Can you see his face or can you only see like his legs hanging out of the vehicle? Well, typical guy who's doing this thing, he's got his hood up, right? So he's got a backpack hood up. But he he like backs out immediately and is completely confused. It would be great though, like you know how you can have those security systems where you can just like talk outside or whatever, like just have a system in there where you can be inside the house. And just talk inside your car. I've always said it's great to set up the camera, but in a perfect world, we'd be allowed to set up booby traps. Oh, yeah. A booby trap where he gets locked in the vehicle yeah. he's breaking into and we all get it, to look. And then it fills with knockout gas, right? <laughs> 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 and then we park it downtown. Everybody looks in the windows, points and laughs, shame. And then we let him out like a few hours later. <laughs> Or we, we get a hose, like, from a sewage facility <laughs> and just roll the window down a little crack and we put the hose into the car and while he's in there, we fill it up with everyone's poop. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I don't see why not. There should be a law where if you're caught breaking into a car and the homeowner catches you, they can put you on top of the car and just drive around the neighborhood. Until with, you fall off? No, with you literally, like, so this is a tied, shame thing. Yeah, you're tied on top of the vehicle, 
Just driving around. They tie you starfish to the hood of the car. <gasps> Naked. Naked. <laughs> like Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it one more time. <laughs> Get out of my truck right now. <laughs> Get out of my truck right now. <laughs> it would be great if we just had Jim Kelly... <laughs> Go into this neighborhood undercover. You, you hide in a back seat wearing like a, a monster costume, Jim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like these, at least we're getting some entertainment out yeah. of it, right? A security camera. These guys break in to steal change or whatever, and you jump up from the back seat. I would love it. We should set up a bait car. <laughs> yes. I'm in. Are you in? Yeah, 100%. Sharing stories about, uh, we know this is an issue in London, people uh, car hopping, checking the door, breaking in, stealing. Uh, has it happened to you? We've got a caller here, and you say you've experienced this uh, with a bunch of uh, young people. I had uh, three kids in the middle of the night one time, a really light sleeper. They were breaking into my car, and I heard them from inside, so I snuck out the back kitchen door and uh, walked around the side of the carport and just yelled from about three feet away what are you doing in my car you put on you put on the batman the christian bale batman voice absolutely get out of my car all three of them do the deer in the headlights look and two of them smarten up and just run in different directions and the third one still has the deer in the headlights look so i just tackled them right in the front yard well the best part is i sleep naked and so I've got this kid pinned down in the front yard, and my wife calls the cops, and he's never going to live it down in his whole life. Wait a second. Are you the lead singer of Headley? (laughs) (laughs) But are are you saying you were naked out on top of him on the front lawn pinning him down? Are you serious? I I, I pinned him down on the front lawn. Come on. That's no way. I'm not, no word of a lie, and the cops come and pick him up, and his, his friends have to just rag on him to this day that he got blasted on the front lawn by a naked guy. Well, I understand the deer in the headlights, 100% more <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. Things uh, not looking good for Headley lead singer Jacob Hoggard. Toronto police have charged him with three sexual offense charges. They say the 34-year-old was arrested Monday and is scheduled to appear in a Toronto courtroom later this week. The Vancouver-based Headley played its last show before an indefinite hiatus in Kelowna, B.C. back in the spring. There's stories about uh, the behavior of Headley that took place here in London, some rumblings. There was a um, an article that was released in the spring about uh, an incident that may have happened over at the embassy when the band played there years ago. They were pretty successful. I, I didn't know Headley by name, but I recognized that song you just played there, Jim, and a number of, of the other songs that we listened to when this story first broke. They were doing well for themselves. I think they're Juno winners. They've, they've been around. They performed at the Junos. They're, they're, they're all across Canada. So the uh, charges stem from three separate incidents in 2016 that involved two different women. Hoggard was accused of sexual misconduct, mix, misconduct in the wake of the Me Too movement. His band went on uh, hiatus, as we mentioned. Police do suspect there are more victims and are urging anyone who may have a story that involves 
uh, Jacob Hoggard from Headley to come forward. You can get in touch with Toronto Police if you have any information. They released a picture of this guy yesterday, a mugshot, Toronto Police Service to serve and protect. It has the details, the charges listed on one side, and and his mugshot there. Do they take multiple mugshots and just release the creepiest looking one? <laughs> I think they just give the guy one shot, but you would you would think maybe they did use the worst one. Like, doesn't he look like he just is that his face? Is, is he always looks like that? Because it looks like he just got caught doing something. Yeah, you know? his eyes are extra wide, like he's tweaking or he's scared or something. Well, I would be scared too. He uh, says that he is seeking guidance from his family and will be learning from amazing women in his life. He says that he hasn't done anything wrong, but he was, back in the day, reckless and dismissive of women. Uh, Some of the fans standing by, uh, Jacob Hoggard. This is outside of a Headley concert back in the spring. I don't believe that things should be shutting down because there's allegations. Because I could make my own allegations. doesn't mean they're true. I don't think it's fair at all. They should leave them, put it in front of the courts, not in front of the media, and go from there. Totally. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, they took your advice, lady. It's going in front of the courts. What was the headline you saw yesterday, Jim? But the Headley fan? Oh, yeah, yeah. Headley fan considers removing Headley tattoo. I'm like, okay, well, yes, take it away. <laughs> and by the way, even if this, these charges didn't come down, I think, you know, after At about some two point, years, that, that tattoo's gone. Yeah, you're 27 years old now. Why did I get this Headley tattoo? <laughs> Jacob Hoggard from Headley will appear in court this Thursday. The Tash Show Podcast. Buddies from uh, Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs got in a, a van crash on the weekend. They're looking for help from fans. They've set up a um, GoFundMe. Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs need you. First off, we're happy to report everyone's okay, but on our way home from River and Sky this afternoon, there was an accident. We were headed south just outside of Bracebridge. It was raining. Traffic was steady. Cars swerved in front of us, cutting off the van while we were simultaneously coming to a sudden stop forced to swerve into the guardrail, hit a car, and the van began sliding due to the rain and poor road conditions. Struck the railing, slid back into traffic. Man, this sounds scary. Our front tire is underneath the van right now. The whole left side is totaled, and the right side of the van suffered considerable damages from hitting the rail. They are going on tour with Frank Turner. They don't have a van. They need some help. So they're asking supporters and friends to uh, go online. They've already reached over $6,000 of their $15,000 goal for a new van for the boys. So if you want to help them out, go fund me. Taz Show blog. We'll put it up there and you can can help out Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs. Did they not have insurance, is my question. Like, wouldn't insurance cover something like that? Yeah, because they're asking for like 16 grand. How much is a deductible? 15 grand is what they're 15. asking. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Deductible? Yeah, I don't know. A couple grand? <laughs> I'm just curious what the impact GoFundMes have on just giving in general. Not that there aren't people who aren't deserving of different GoFundMes, but there's only so much people have 
to give. It seems like GoFundMe's are being fired up for everything nowadays. We had the Call the Office GoFundMe here in in town a couple weeks ago, um, and it was successful. A lot of people wanted to support a bar that they uh, they grew up going to, seeing some great bands at. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of Sam Coffey and Iron Lungs fans who want to help the band out, be a part of that. But at what point do you stop uh, contributing to these GoFundMe's? It's it's almost too much. Each time they come out, they seem less special. Like this one, I'm not judging somebody because I love dogs. But somebody sent us a, a story about a dog. They their, their dog passed away, so now they're ri- trying to raise eight hundred dollars to buy a new dog. Publicly, like they sent it to us to share on our Facebook page to try to pay for a new dog. I, we all like a lot of people love dogs and would love to help a family get a dog, but it just seems like isn't that your responsibility well, I mean, to when, pay for your own dog and when, to be able to support your own dog when you get a pet. You realize it's not going to live forever. Well, it died after a year and a half. Oh, okay. But but still. But so. it, that that kind of thing happens. Yeah. It's sad. It's terrible. Hundred percent. I guess the the flip side of the argument is, hey, people don't have to contribute mm-hmm. if they hear a story and maybe they've been in the same situation where their dog died after a year and a half and they want to do something to help them out. Then help them out. No, it's a good point. I mean, for all the. You know, the partisan stuff and people are more divided these days. You've got the GoFundMe's where people are just donating to help other people. Yeah, I'm a Sam Coffey fan. I love their music. I want them to be able to tour, come to my town. I'm going to help them uh, fix their van up. And then you get those, like that one great story about the guy who uh, raised money just to make a potato salad. <laughs> and he raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. make potato salad <laughs> that people also donate to. He could he could fill Sam Coffey's van with potato <laughs> salad. The amount of money he raised. What a tour! Well, I, I'm I'm calling him out, but I, the that band going for that uh, money. The GoFundMe, like, yeah, Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs looking for uh, fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for a new van. Sorry, fifteen thousand for a new van. Yeah, but that, but well, if they didn't have insurance, they probably. In, like what did what did they think? No, that, that, that's totally wrong. I can't agree with it. I had to call you. I, I've been googling your 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 number. I can't agree with that at all. I don't know it's, if they had insurance or what's going on here. Well, well, then one of them's in jail. Well, <laughs> well it's a five thousand uh, dollar charge if you don't have insurance. That's the minimum. So what if they were hoping that you know since they're on the road all the time, maybe they have to pay like crazy insurance. Rates. So, what if they're just hoping yeah, just to no, pay it I cash? Own own, I own my own business and have four vehicles, four four trucks, and I, my deductible is set at a thousand. Well, these guys are nuts. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> we, I, I, I don't well, know I, if they I, had I, insurance. I, I don't know what the deal is. We'll try and get in touch with them and find out what's going on. Yeah, I don't know, but I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Every article I've I've pulled up doesn't mention anything about insurance, <laughs> but. <laughs> I would assume they had you would have insurance. I don't know why they need the fifteen thousand dollars. If they had insurance, you'd think insurance would cover everything. So it's it's interesting. We just know that Sam Coffee and the Iron Lungs were in an accident, and they have a GoFundMe looking for a new van. And people are calling here. Hi, FM ninety six. Hello, Mister Jim and Taz. How are you? It's Joel calling. How are- Joel, we're good. What's going on? I'm calling to chime in on this uh, Sam Coffee thing. Yeah. So, chances are these guys weren't carrying any collision on their coverage. That's why. Oh, their own fault collision. Yeah. Mm. So, so that's why they're they're probably looking for some money for this van. Um, 
the. Uh, so the, they would have had insurance. Their insurance just doesn't cover everything that. Right, like they're they're, they're probably carrying the minimum fire and staff. Yeah, because uh, that's basically what uh, you know you need to have insurance, right? So that's the bare minimum. But uh, a lot of bands buy crummy bands for as cheap as humanly possible, and they're also not their daily drivers. So when you get back from tour, you're parking that van and not driving it for a while. So, uh, yeah, that's probably why they're going for the money. I mean, it might be a little little greedy to be going for 15 grand but uh well it's greedy but we just talked about this it's greedy but if people want to give them the money why not oh exactly exactly i mean they're at a point they're at that point right now where they're they've got some popularity and some people behind them so yeah shoot for the moon and uh, see what happens i guess right thanks man hi fm 96 yeah hi i just wanted to let your listeners know uh, i play in a local band and i'm going through a lot of drumsticks so i wanted to see if you guys can put the word out that uh, i need some people to buy me some drumsticks uh, you don't have drumstick yeah. insurance you know yeah it's cost me a lot of money here i mean you know my hobbies cost me a lot of money so i mean if some of your listeners want to donate to my band and buy okay. me some drumsticks that would be great all right send me a link to your gofundme we'll pass it on Taz Show blog, you don't have to help Sam Coffee <laughs> and the Iron Lungs out if you don't want to, but they, they're looking for a new van. The Taz Show Podcast. Your peacock, your peacock, Sports time, Devin Peacock, peacock is peacock, with us. Baseball is the topic. What do you got, Dev? There was a video that went viral the other day of a Chicago Cubs fan who is tossed the ball by Will Venable. He's a Chicago Cubs uh, coach. So the, he tosses a, a ball into the stands. And it to looks, a little boy, right? It looks as though he's tossing it to a little boy, except he misses the boy. It falls on the ground. This guy sitting behind them picks up the ball, is excited when he gets the ball, hands it to the woman, his wife or girlfriend, who he's there, and then that's where the video ends. After that, though, she gives it, to someone sitting beside them to give it to a kid. And so the internet explodes about how this guy just t- took a foul ball from a From a, a kid, little boy, yeah. And he's the cutest boy ever because he's got like a Chicago Cubs hat, but it's too big for his head, so it's like kind of tilted. <laughs> he's he's like, like a bit of a tiny Tim. He's a tiny Tim. What people didn't know... And was explained afterwards, the guy who was sitting beside this guy has gone on Twitter. He's been interviewed. The Chicago Cubs themselves have put out a statement. So what happened before that was, it's kind of incredible on a couple different levels. One, there was a foul ball previously that went to their section that that kid that was people thought had his foul ball stolen from him already got. So that kid already had a ball. The kid already had a ball. His grandmother said, if, we, if another ball comes by, give it to someone else. So this, so the, the interaction everyone saw on video happened after the kid already had the foul ball. So this guy did not keep the foul ball for himself, gave it to a kid beside them in the section. But then later on in the game, another foul ball came to their section. This guy gets another foul ball and gave it to another kid. So this guy's a hero, and he's getting ragged on. Well, this guy, I mean, this guy gets foul balls like it's nothing, first off. Like, <laughs> he's a foul ball magnet. I've been going to games my entire life, never got a foul ball. This this guy, who's like from South Carolina. Oh, gross. But he's not even a Cubs fan. He's just at a Cubs the game. The guy is giving all the balls to kids, and Devin is still mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's Mr. Foul Ball. Like, it's, like, the odds of this guy getting this many foul balls is nuts. Okay. So people are upset. People have called this guy like the worst guy in the world. Sure, I bet he was getting death threats online. He has asked not to be named publicly because even though the actual story is out, 
in Chicago, they cannot reverse the narrative yeah. of this guy just being a terrible person. Well, taking people the were posting that kid. video. They're like, this basically sums up Donald Trump's America. Yeah. The guy taking a ball from a kid and oh, giving okay. it to his girlfriend. The Chicago Cubs, who at the time hadn't known exactly what happened, they, they also in the game gave the first kid... Another ball. To make a signed up, ball. They gave him an autograph ball. From Javier Baez. And so there's this picture of him holding two balls, at which time people thought, oh, they gave him two balls because he missed on the one ball. No. The second ball he got just because there's this huge It huge was the first foul ball that he got. So don't believe everything you see on social media. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know it's the first time you've heard that. Sometimes social media gets it wrong. It, anytime somebody feels like they're right, though, they can just unleash all the anger they've had pent up for months on somebody. Like, if they see a video, it's just like an excuse for them to get angry. I feel like Devin Peacock, just listening how listening to how passionate you are about uh, this guy getting all the foul balls, I don't think you'd give the kid the ball, Dev. I think you're, no, you're, you're a ball keeper. No, I would, I, would, I would give, like, if there's no kids around... I'm keeping it, but if there's kids around, mm-hmm. I'll give it to them. No, see, th- for this very reason, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the guy that's getting <laughs> going into hiding. That's right. If you ever catch a foul ball, find the nearest kid and give that ball away. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> your life is over. Thanks, man. Ka-ka! The Tash Show Podcast.